your favorite time of day. Happy Hour with Kay. On today's episode, I'm chatting up Molly from Shooters Gotta Shoot podcast, and we're discussing why it's socially acceptable for women to make the first move on dating apps and why it's not the norm in the real world. As usual, I'm ready for my drink of the episode, and I'm carrying on with the show shortly after. Well, I do want to try this one because I'm a vodka soda kind of girl, and I'm excited that this seems to be a twist on my signature drink. Technically, my signature is just a glass filled with anything that starts with the letter alcohol. (laughs) This one is called a gimlet, boys and girls, and the ingredients are two and a half ounces of gin, half ounce fresh lime juice, half ounce simple syrup, and you garnish with a lime wheel. That's like a fun drunk thing, like a lime wheel. I think of a Ferris wheel when I say lime wheel. But it's more fun because then you get a little bit of sour and then your lips go like, you know, (laughs) so fun. So let me have a swig. That's actually really good. So tasty. Oh, and then the lime. (laughs) So let's go on to some current events because my... Day was definitely just not as fun. So I'm not really going to tell you what I did today. This is actually the most fun that I've had all day, really. Trust me, there's nothing fun happening here, but maybe drinks and then more drinks and then a nap. So let's go on to some current events. So apparently Bella Thorne have affected other creators on OnlyFans. She's earned $1 million in less than 24 hours, right? And then $2 million in a damn week. So now all the refunds are due to her saying that she'll send nudes to subscribers. And then she would send non-nudes instead. Talk about leading a bitch on. But then OnlyFans had to change their cap on subscription costs from $200 up to a max of $50. Well, there goes my dream of making it big on OnlyFans. I'm going to have to bring one of my girls back from OnlyFans to really get the scoop on that because that is ridiculous. Or maybe repulsious. <laughs> I'm trying to make up a word. But either way, I'd be extremely upset with that one. Like, How could you now come in and mess up my coinage? Just imagine you charging, say, $150. And now you're capped at $50. That's a lot of money that you're losing. Now, I'm not good at math, but I definitely know that's not good for business. I have Molly Demelier from the Shooters Gotta Shoot podcast. Hi, Molly. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. 
I just wanted to say I'm totally sorry about taking my time to get this episode going. Please don't hate me. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, the best things uh, take a little time. Like yeah. a fine wine, you know? <laughs> this is true. Hopefully the adult beverages would help forgive my ways. Absolutely. <laughs> They'll like ease it in a little bit. <laughs> that is my love language. <laughs> <laughs> That's all of our love language, actually. Yeah. That, a nice that little Prosecco on a summer day makes everything so much better. It really does. So on today's episode, I'm discussing why it's socially acceptable for women to make the first move on dating apps and why it's not the norm in the real world. Oh, that is such an interesting topic. On my podcast, for people who aren't familiar with it, our whole thing is just women making strong, bold moves, mm-hmm. you know, online or out in the wild. And it just, it's met with a little bit of different, uh, of different view, I guess, out, right. out in the wild. I think men tend to be really intimidated by it and don't really know what to do. I think women who kind of make a big first move in person almost get taken as just like too arrogant or sometimes almost even like coming across as a bitch and yeah and like too forward and unladylike which is really bizarre sometimes a little desperate and it's like Mm -hmm. online it kind of removes all of that for some reason and I just really haven't been able to wrap my head around that yeah it's really bizarre and especially with how popular an app like bumble is yeah with it just being totally centered around women having to make the first move so it's like why is that totally acceptable and they're actually designing platforms for that to happen but if it happens in the real world it's still pretty stigmatized yeah it's like kind of instant gratification, you know, because Mm -hmm. I feel like the men that are on these dating apps, sorry guys, they're more just looking to hook up. So by a woman kind of making the first move, they kind of see it as an opportunity. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's kind of hard to put a blanket statement on like all men on the apps, but it is really common that a lot of men on the apps are really looking for a hookup or now during the pandemic, even finding like a pen pal, you know, people are really lonely right now uh, (laughs) because they can't go out and they can't, you know, a lot of people aren't comfortable yet going on dates in person, you know, especially ones who are in cities that are a bit more affected by coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think New York is kind of getting a bit more lax now, but there was a long time where people weren't going out and meeting up for drinks and they were just chatting on the apps and, I have some friends who actually like it worked out for them. They met some really great people. And then others are just like, I have enough friends. I don't need a pen pal. <laughs> like, why yeah, is I'm this ha- happening? <laughs> are we going to hang out? Are we ever going to meet each other? Like, this is very strange to be internet friends. And, you know, I, I think I'm in the category. I don't need another friend. I don't need another person texting me all the time. Right. I think we all have enough of that. And especially I totally now, agree. our whole lives just went digital. So it's like one more message. I think my eyes are really just going to dry up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Just get sunglasses and continue to yeah. weed through them. Yeah. Because <laughs> when we finally do meet, I'll just be like totally bloodshot. And right. Like, you didn't have red eyes in your photos. What's happening? <laughs> It's just so weird. And, you know, I don't know 
when it'll be like online where it's like, oh, I'm out and I see someone that I like and I'm just going to walk over and say, hi, how are you? And just have a normal conversation. Yeah. It's just funny, like the reactions of people, especially when we tell them some of the things like we're the type of girls who if we see some cute guys at a bar or like at a yeah. table, we'll send them drinks or like a round of shots or something and try and just like spark up the conversation. Yeah. And it does like catch them off guard. But I know because be usually boring. it's reverse, right? Yeah. But and it, people have always said, you know, the man is supposed to be the one who chases like he's the hunter. Yeah. And we're sitting there. We're like, we're not ugly girls. But <laughs> if we don't make a move, we feel like nothing's going to happen. True. And Especially when it's a group. Guys are usually yes. more intimidated. They are, which is so hard because on one hand, like you do want to meet somebody. But until you meet somebody, you also want to get in more time with your girlfriends and go out with your girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like most of the like, time no. I go out and it's like, I generally just go out to have drinks with my friends and gossip. Mm-hmm. So all of the, you know, unwanted, like, oh, I'm going to buy you a drink or whatever. Like, that's just something I don't really enjoy. Yeah, I think it gets really tough. And then... I mean, it also will usually happen like late night at a bar or closer yeah. to last call. And you're like, okay, this is your closer move. Like you're <laughs> trying to get me to go home. I you. know. <laughs> and it just feels weird that now you're trying to get me drunk. <laughs> it's either you have the clingy one that'll follow you all throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Or you'd get the last call one where it's like, okay, this is where I shoot my shot. And it's like, yeah, hey, where's the in between? Yeah. And sometimes like there's just an expectation that goes with that drink. And I mean, my biggest thing is you don't owe anybody anything, including an explanation. You know, if if you just don't want to sleep with someone after they buy you a drink, absolutely do not sleep with them because you're not going to feel better about it the next day. But I mean, they also you don't really even have to tell them why you can just, you know, say no, like I'm not interested. And then once you say no, like they need to back off true um so i actually started to give out my older brother's number (laughs) (laughs) that's a good idea (laughs) yeah it was one that i had memorized by heart yeah Um, there are very few that i knew and i would usually like give a fake name at that Mm -hmm. point too so i would just be like hey yeah like my name's lexi like here's my number (laughs) (laughs) and then finally my brother figured it out and he called me one day and he's like can you stop whatever it is that you're doing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, what? And he goes, someone keeps calling and texting me asking for Lexi. And I know you have something to no, do with it. No, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> I was like, fair enough. We had a good run. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so tell me about your online dating journey. Oh, okay. as you navigate these dating sites, one dick pic at a time, because, you know, you <laughs> always get the random one, <laughs> the yeah. unsolicited random one. You always are like bound to get one. <laughs> be a drinking game around that. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure there is. I've actually been really lucky. I haven't uh-huh. gotten anything on a dating app. Thank God. Oh, Um, my gosh. I've definitely, like, after I've connected with guys, Mm -hmm. I've gotten, like, weird texts and snaps, and like, Snapchat. And so I I was at first that person who was really 
kind of like altering my schedule for mm-hmm. these dates and then get really disappointed because they weren't happening. Oh my Whereas, gosh. Yeah. It's so frustrating because especially at that time I was like, well, I could have gone to the gym tonight or, you know, gone, I was in grad school. So it was like, I could have done this study session or, you know, so many different things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I, you know, had all these plans. And then all of a sudden I really just had to take a hard pause and be like, why am I changing what I genuinely want to do for these strangers like who mean nothing to me? Well, you were like also fresh from Vermont. So it kind of was really exciting probably that you have all Mm -hmm. these different people because it sounds like that finger was working overtime swiping. Okay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was. It's also pretty validating when you get a match, right? True. It is. It is. Especially when it's unexpected. You're like, oh my gosh, I got a match. (laughs) Absolutely. And when like the guy's pictures look really cute. I know. Like, oh my God, like this person is actually into me. Like, especially when you're really young, there's so much gratification in that. And like, cause you know, I've just been cooped up all summer. And oh, well, I, I totally like haven't. My been hot anywhere. girl summer is about to happen in the, you know, fall. Yeah, winter. well, it's the world to happen <laughs> like next summer. <laughs> yeah, just on pause. <laughs> yeah, it's just like New York is on pause indefinitely yeah. until 2021. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. People have been going on dates. I actually went on an app date. My first one since the pandemic hit uh-huh. last uh, over the Labor Day weekend. It was the Saturday night Um, and it actually like went really well. It was really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, We did like the outdoor dining and got some drinks. It did break one of my main rules though. Usually for a first date, I just do drinks. So if it's bad, like you can get in and out. But now with the rules in New York City, if you get drinks, you have to sit, get food and like be seated. So we did have to like get food and actually ended up lasting like a couple of hours and until like the bars shut down. Well, hopefully that was they a were, good like, sign. Up. It was really, yeah, it was really fun. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was a good day. So I was, I was actually very surprised. Oh, well, I'm super excited for you. Date number two coming up. Yeah, actually he texted me today and asked if we could go out this week. I was like, okay, this is like a real man here making plans. Oh, gee, look at you breaking the news on Happy Hour with Kay about a successful date. (laughs) You're getting the scoop. I know. Yeah. I feel like like very TMZ-ish right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he made the reservations and everything. Oh, my gosh. I'm very impressed. Well, let me tell you, I literally look at these people when they're out eating and I get so jealous because mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to sit down and eat and get drinks too. But then I think about it and it's like, you're literally sitting there with your mask on and are you taking it off each time? You have mm. like a bite of something or what's going on? So I'm just not ready for all of that. And then I want to put my face on and yeah. I can't put my good face on because it's going to be in the mask by the time I get to where I'm going. So I went and I got the Urban Decay setting spray. So uh-huh. I was like, I just need to try this. I put it on under, like before I put on like any sort of foundation or concealer on my face. Like yeah. I think that my first layer, just a couple sprays and then like 
dab it and spread it around. Mm -hmm. And then after I do my full face, I spray it on again to like lock it in and let it dry. And it's worked so well. Oh my gosh. So your face don't rub off in the mask now? No, no, it doesn't. Especially not the foundation. I need to go to Sephora ASAP. (laughs) Yes. Sephora Urban Decay setting spray, the like all nighter one in the purple and black. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll do the trick. Because I literally put my, um, like a red lip on the other day, but I only Mm -hmm. did it in the morning and it was literally just for social media. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> because why we do I was thing. like, listen, if I put the mask on with this red lip, it's just going to smear all over. And then I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to look like a clown. Yeah. And then also, like, I've been getting the I got a few cloth masks because uh-huh. I was breaking out like so badly. Yeah. That was like, I need something more breathable. And so then I was like, I'm staining all of these masks. <laughs> but yeah, it's like totally saved my masks. It's like saved my face that I take so long to put on. And yeah. it's, it's been great. Well, the plus side about, you know, going light on the makeup is that I'm also saving money because mm-hmm. it's not running out as fast. Yeah. So I do true. enjoy that aspect of it, but I still want to, you know have my face done. Yeah, absolutely. Like there are days where it just makes me feel so good. Yeah. Like, especially when this all hit in the beginning, I think we all probably went a couple of weeks where we didn't put anything on. I know that was the good part. Yeah. (laughs) But then the first time that I did, I felt like a supermodel. I was like, oh my God. I know. (laughs) It literally changes your outlook on yourself. You're like, oh my gosh. OMG, it was so fun talking to Molly. Where Tilt's going to have to follow up with her about that second date with that guy because I'm just nosy like that and I'd like to know. So yeah, we'll talk to Molly again soon. All right, so time for some fashion news now. Apparently, Marc Jacobs just dropped a new collection that celebrates polysexuality. These children and their... New age thinking, polyamorous, polysexuality, poly, want a cracker, all that jazz. So the items are not aimed for a specific gender identity. Rather, it leaves it up to the shopper to decide what is right for them. Which is kind of on trend with Marc Jacobs and his messaging for his audience, which draws upon like the designer's past themes, exploring subversion and girls who are boys and boys who are girls and those who are neither and other multifaceted characters in the Mark Jacobs universe. I've seen some of the images of the collection, which is called Heaven. You should check it out. And he's kind of maybe one of my favorite designers. So, well, I liked Marc Jacobs' fat. Actually, I really kind of don't like him skinny because he's too full of himself thin. I like him fat. He seemed like more down to earth then, but still love him all the same. So, yeah, check it out. 
Once again, it's called Heaven because I did see like this one crop top sweater thing that I'm just, well, it's like a crop top cardigan kind of. And I just absolutely am in love with it. So let me know what you think. And until next time, I'll talk to you on Happy Hour with Kate.